It's 919 Vice alongside Adam Eshball and Wayne Holt. I'm Joe Ovias, and we are on location today, not in our usual hangout spot of, uh, of graffiti. We are in Raleigh. We're in my home territory again. Well, you know, this is a reschedule. I know. I got, I got laid off We had to time. pivot. Yeah, we had to pivot. I got laid off last time we were supposed to be here. So I made it today. I thought they cut your show out. And you said now you've it changed was just it. The narrative's now layout. It was a new direction. It's, new, it's right. New, new direction, all that fun stuff. New um, direction. But now, we, now we pivoted and we're here you that. in July. How was the drive at, over? At ta- it took me five minutes, not even. Oh, not construction <laughs> problems this time. No construction, construction <laughs> problems this time. I'm on Fayetteville Street. It took me two seconds to get to, uh, to Tasty. And Johnny went over your head like today. a jet, didn't it? Johnny, what's going on, man? Thanks for putting up with our, uh, our nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely. It's my pleasure. <laughs> so, all right. So let's, uh, let's actually kind of talk about um, the process for y'all to, it's been about a year since you've opened back up. A lot of places were very, very quick to open up as fast as they could post-pandemic, once the rules changed and everything else. You took a little bit longer to do that. Why, 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 why was that? I mean, several reasons, but I guess like the biggest one is that it was like a warehouse in here. Mm-hmm. We started selling a lot of beer to go. We were prepared to do that on day one because we were doing it prior to COVID. We had been selling online. We had been doing delivery orders through our website. Sure, sure. Um, so we were blessed to be able to like hit the ground running and sell a lot of beer curbside and delivery on, I guess, March 16th, 2020. And uh, very quickly had a lot more beer in here than we have now or than we had ever had before. It was piled on the bar it was under the bar and as stuff came in we just put it wherever it could go that's probably why it took so long once we were actually ready but i mean as far as being ready to do it like i don't know i don't make a ton of money selling beer there's a lot of things i would rather do than bartend in a mask and uh (laughs) it was expected of us to do that that wasn't a job i wanted to do and it wasn't a job i wanted to create so as long as we could have fun uh, and still sell beer, uh, we kept doing that. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, we wanted to do it before we actually got there, but it's just a lot of work to do. And so is it, you said you reopened about a year ago. Yeah. It's been a little over a year now. Has it only been a little over a year since we could roam around with No. That? No, okay. it's been... What do you mean roam around? Well, without masking bars, I'm trying no. to remember. No, it's been, Okay. It's you been, just chose not to... Well, it took us, you know, we probably... Had inventory to work I, through. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, okay. we probably could have, you know, felt like things were normal, you know, at the beginning of 2022. I'd right. say that's when things start, started to feel normal okay. again. I would have loved to have just been ready to do it June of 20... It I mean, January so, 2022. It seems so long ago at this point. Yeah. It, I'll tell you, when I came back shortly after you guys had opened up, it was the Friday of the Green... Or, Green Sky Bluegrass Bluegrass concert. And it was it was the opening weekend of I guess that was on a Saturday. Yeah. It was opening weekend for Sip and Stroll or whatever the the social district. Yeah, we sold a lot of uh, plastic cups that weekend. And it was like a homecoming coming in here for me (laughs) that day because it was like you and Cam were behind the bar and like you just looked up and you're like, Hey, I got a new lager on and I was like, Well, (laughs) and uh, Beach was here. They're like just a bunch of like the folks that well, have always have always been here in some capacity, and it was just like, "Hey, we're back! Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so great! It's so nice to just have that normal back." Yeah. Well, at no point were we open as a bar during what people would call like the new normal or whatever it was being called. We didn't have to like operate as a bar during that time. Yeah. 
when we opened the doors, it felt like it was, it felt like there had just been a, a time continuum in between okay. like March 2020 to yeah. the time we reopened. Like it, it felt like we just snapped our fingers and things were back. All right. So I'm curious when um, it was just to go, did the, did the type of beer you were selling change? Yeah. I okay. Mean, yeah. Like, what were people buying versus what they're buying now? 12 packs, 18 packs. Uh, I, I'm selling a lot more, non, uh, you know, speaking, we're drinking a little bit of this non-alcoholic Italian pills. I sell a lot more non-alcoholic beer now than okay. I did three years ago. Yeah, we're going to get, we're going to get to that. To the, to the yeah, I mean, there's well, a lot of things that change, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that have changed. Just it's, it's hard to even remember. We've been doing this 12 yeah, years. It's hard to even remember what happened when, mm -hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. We kind of, you know, we moved a lot of everything. It's, you know, Hayes is still kind still of ruling the okay. game for Got us, it. but it is nice. You know, I would say it's been in the past, you know, since, since like COVID was a thing, like that's when lagers became trendy yeah. and like, I don't know, English beer is trendy now. Like I got, I got you people got who, ESB up on the, yeah, up I got the people board. who get excited when we get an English mild in, which, you know, I think us being the folks that have been here 12 years, we're blessed to have kind of those old head consumers mm -hmm. because like, you know, we got folks that used, were going to Sam's and Sam's quick shop before we opened, you know, sure. like those are who some of our customers are because we're the old guys on the block now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, all right. About the non-alcoholic, you poured, I, I, I was grabbing something from my bag and I heard Italian Pilsner. I was like, ooh, of course. I love an Italian Pilsner. And then I heard it was non-alcoholic. Now, they didn't deter me because uh, the, the nature of non-alcoholic beers has improved over time. We're not talking O'Doul's anymore. Coors Cutter. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. Sharp. Sharp is another one. So, I'm curious... When do you feel that this kind of crossover occurred with non-alcoholic and an actual uptick in non-alcoholic? And who's the typical person who is buying a non-alcoholic Italian Pilsner right now? I mean, we, I, ha I have regular customers who used to be regular customers and come in here and drink mm -hmm. and, you know, drink a lot sometimes, maybe, maybe not. Um, but, you know people who are completely sober now and yeah. they come in here and they will drink two of those and hang out at the bar and get their social experiment. I mean, experience on, I think it's the same way kind of like why people drink liquid death at places because it feels like it's more like they're part of that experience. Because well, the cans like, are cool. I've, ta look, I've <laughs> talked about the liquid death thing and it's one of those great, I was talking to a friend about this the other day where it's such a simple idea and I'm mad that I never thought about the social construct that people are placed in when they're at big gatherings, social events at a bar where you feel kind of silly holding a plastic bottle. Yeah. Well, it's like what. what Riley was saying too. Yeah, Just last same thing. Or, yeah. Same thing from, uh, from Groove Wagon. So I, I could see where if you're hanging out and you still want to have that kind of social drinking experience without the alcohol, there's been an uptick in non-alcoholic beer. But I also think the, the craft behind it has gotten better because as I'm drinking this, yeah. if you never told me that this was an alcoholic, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, I think the process is... Uh, processes have to be a lot better than they were. I think the technology has improved has on be. making these. I, 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 I barely know how alcoholic beer is made after doing this 12 years, but like, I don't know. I think it's a centrifuge or something like that. Somehow yeah. they, I think they make it with alcohol and they remove the, the alcohol afterwards, similar to how like the gluten reduced beers yeah, are where like they contain gluten and, but yeah, I don't think it's enzymes. I think it's, I don't know. I guess they spin it around really fast or something. I have no idea. Uh, not a scientist. 
Me either. You heard it here <laughs> first, high. folks. They spin, they spin the beer around, and magically the alcohol disappears. I think that's how it works. I'm, I like it. Or so you just put it in a sponge, wring it out, and mm-hmm. then you're good. That's what happens oh, in my body. True. A George Foreman of beer. It's kind of like going to the Durham Bulls, and you get the bat and put it on your forehead and try yeah, to spin yeah, around, and totally the alcohol comes out. That's all totally all of your intelligence <laughs> comes out, so does the alcohol. <laughs> well, I wanted to get mostly to, I mean, like you said, you're, you guys are the old heads around here, but we all remember when Tasty was new. Um, it was what you you guys and and bottle oh, ref yeah Lake right? Boone yeah 2011 and much has changed pandemic aside much has changed um, now maybe the pandemic spurred on things like people could now cutting back on on their alcohol intake because of the pandemic mm, yeah they Everybody went a little heavy so drinking so much uh, some of us still haven't made that adjustment but it, that's why we're all still here talking about it sure but how has your uh, I don't want to say customer base changed, but how how have you guys? I want to know what you originally th- were thinking getting into this. I mean, the idea when it started, and, yeah. and and where you are now. Comparison in in twenty eleven, like I didn't really know of any like beer stores with bars in them. Like yeah. I think I think Sam's might have had a kegerator. I know like. I think like they like got so many glasses from like, distributors, and you yeah. would ju- they would pour it in a glass, and since they didn't have a dishwasher, you just took that glass home. Like you order a beer there, it comes with yeah. like some random pint <laughs> glass. Uh, but you know, when we opened, like this wasn't a thing really. You know, people were like, "How novel a store with a bar in it!" Mm-hmm. And now you wouldn't dream of opening up just a beer store. Yeah. You wouldn't. I mean, hell, you almost don't want to open up one without food or the uh, possibility of having a food truck every day yeah um, it's it's interesting you say that because i remember doing a tour back in the day when crank arm had first opened yeah and adam's talking to us and i'm sitting there at the bar and this is before 919 this is like right when 919 beer was becoming a thing and we're talking and, and um you know i'm like just bringing up conversation what, what kind of beer do you like he's like i don't know usually whatever tasty has up on the board and i'm Hell like yeah you go down there to like hang out and drink beers. He's like, dude, that's my bar. Like yeah. <laughs> that's where I go. And I distinctly remember that conversation. And that was early on. I mean, they're what, 10 or 11 now. Yeah. I, mean, I now, think they, I think they recently had a 10 year anniversary. Yeah, So you're a couple years ahead of them and it was so unheard of at the time, yeah. not compared to now. I remember bottle rev actually, Retrofit a bar into yeah they had to they had to I, I remember the the bottle rev there on Lake Boone is the one you're talking about right <clears throat> the original the original bottle rev and yeah I remember going there for the first time and I mean they had beer to the gills it was great but yes they did shoehorn that bar in there and people were hanging out on the back patio after a while yeah, yeah because everything had changed yep. but but you guys had your bar in from the start yeah well and the idea was very much a store with a bar in it and that is obviously not the model now and it's you know not the model here anymore like you know Meaning things that have changed since covid like now a bar know, with a store in it i would say yeah. I, I would say that's more how we operate now i think we we focus on the off-premise consumption probably more than some other shops but like it's it's a it's a losing battle almost you know like you can go to food lion and get good beer now you don't even have to go to like whole foods or wegmans or like you know a baller grocery store like you can go you can find the shittiest grocery hell i mean people are drinking in lowe's foods under fluorescent lights you know yeah. like um, especially today we record on thursday half price beers nice yeah i was in harris too last uh last week and it was like a sunday afternoon and there was a group of people, they had their lunch, and they were sitting there drinking beer and eating their lunch tray, probably from the deli in there. And I'm just like, nah, I'm, I'm not that point yet. 
I'm so, not going to go hang up the grocery store. I mean, I'll get one and drive my cart around and get my groceries and drink a beer. I like that, but I'm just not one. But the Lowe's Foods over at um, High House and uh, Cary Parkway is packed when you go in there. But this was a Harris Teeter, same thing, just weird. So all that being said, how... And, you know, you just said it's a losing battle if you're going to focus on the package, but you guys focused on just the package for a lot longer than any other shop did. Yeah. Well, we couldn't do it any longer. So, I mean, that's, right. what, that's what got the fire but underneath what, me. <laughs> what keeps what ha, keeps this place going and keeps the clientele coming back with so many other options out there now? I mean, I think... You know, I think people go to the places that are convenient for them as far as, like, stuff to go. But I still think, like, there's stuff that you have to come here for. Like, you're not going to find this kind of a hot fly selection at uh, Harris Teeter. You're not going to find Tipo pills at uh, your food lion or a bunch of Lambic, you know, like... Those people are few and far between anymore, but people still like Lambic, and they got to come somewhere to buy it. Sure, and, yeah. I, mean, just uh, I would love at, it if it would be here. I mean, just <laughs> looking at your board, I mean, you've got Westbrook Mexican Cake. You've got Trillium up there. You've got Toppling Goliath. You've got Triple Crossing. These are on your— you're killing the game. I mean, You are, though. I mean, yeah, and everybody you're... knows that. I think you guys have built your reputation on good service, but also with your distributors. They're going to give you first cracks of stuff. Yeah, this is great they're stuff. Gonna get, I mean, they're going to let you know— it's there. Well, and your you customers expect it. You almost don't like need to like have like the big numbers to get allocations anymore. It's crazy just how much like sure. killer stuff is available to us. I mean, like, but what I'm saying is, nothing up here was allocated. Nothing when there's up here, a trillium drop, not everybody hears about it. They're supposed yeah. to, but not everybody here, you're going to hear about yeah. it. That's, there was a lot this point. time. I mean, that's my point. Well, but, and it's yeah. a lot of money. It, it is very expensive. So right. I think there was a lot of it to go around um, this time. But do you remember years ago? <laughs> Years ago, I was in here. You guys had, you didn't have that long table. You had another, you had yeah, another, another row, row of shelves. Another row of shelves yeah. there. And it was one of your anniversary parties I came in. I think it was the year you buzzed the number, or the buzzed your, um. Oh, I shaved Tasty in the side of my head. into the Hell side yeah. of your head. I think that was seven. And, um, wow, was that, I don't know if it was that recent. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It might have been that recent. But it was, uh, you had... Mexican cake hidden throughout, oh, yeah. throughout the store, and everybody working in here was just messing with me, like playing the hot or cold game as as I was you walking got around looking for it. And, I, and now I coffee cake is just sitting and on the shelf, just sitting yeah, there. That's, yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. I mean, you got all this stuff. I'm looking at Backwoods Bastard up 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 there. Great beer from Founders. Yeah, you know. It, it's incredible. I remember first time I tasted that beer, it was it was like one of those moments where I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. Can't wait to get my one allocated to me again next year. <laughs> now you just find them everywhere. The beer game has changed so much. Yeah. And you guys, I think, have adjusted. But I think Tasty as a whole, what is so appealing to a lot of folks is it's still Tasty. You know, it's still like that home base. It's the home bar. It's it's where we come, well, and all these bottle shops are or, that they're neighborhood bars, sure. you know. And um, but I think this one more than a lot of them. Oh, I appreciate that. I, but but because because you look at I remember when Catherine and Steve they've they've since yeah. sold, but when they opened Black Dog, like Tasty was their their motivation. they're OG regulars too. Year one they they and they they freely talked about it. they're like we love Tasty and we wanted to create something like that here in Holly Springs. Yeah. So I mean. You guys were a pioneer in a lot of a lot of this beer scene, but 
you've also stood the test of time. And I think that's pretty remarkable and something that's worth having that conversation about because you've seen so much stuff sure. over the years change in this area. Well, and like, while, you know, while you don't have to come here to get this kind of beer anymore, there is a, I, I'd like to believe there's a reason a lot of people still do. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like the stuff that's going out of the door is, you know, I'm just selling poison to people, but the neighborhood bar aspect, <laughs> like, you know, that, that is what is uh, rewarding about doing this is one, be able, you know, I feel like uh, for what the job is, we, we pay pretty well for a pretty easy, fun job. And I appreciate that considering my job as a job creator. But, uh, you know, the, the people meeting people here, the community, the strangers who have met strangers, you know, the fact that there's no TV in here and people, you know, this little tiny corner bar, like, you know, nine stools did have an appeal for a while because like it forced strangers to talk to strangers. Yeah. And like, that's like totally the re rewarding aspect of this. Yeah. And uh, no and TVs, it's also but really you have, nice to be back open. You, you have Wi-Fi though, so people can still ignore yeah, people uh, looking uh, at their computers. You know, there's yeah. a lot of that, that those happens. Types of things. No, I, but yeah, I, I, I do appreciate the fact that, yeah, there's no, there's no forced, I don't see a chive TV loop in the corner that's going to distract you from, uh, from other things. And, and those things end up bothering me after a while. Um, have you guys, are you guys going to be, what kind of events are you guys been doing or planning on doing going forward? So we've got our 12 year anniversary, okay. August 22nd. That's a Tuesday. So starting off the week with a bang, but uh, we, you know, uh, quote unquote collaborated with Jonathan Daniel, Rusty Barker at mm -hmm. uh, Oakland Springs slash <laughs> interval. Uh, and the guys like from Hayday you know, came. has multiple first names and multiple all. brewing yeah. names, he too. He covered it all. <laughs> yeah. Well, since his government name is Jonathan, I'm just going to start. I told him I, uh, I'm just going to start calling him Johnny. And to me, he's Johnny. <laughs> it's not Rusty. Yeah. He, he gave me the story on how too. he got the Rusty name and that he didn't like it. So now I call him Daniel and everybody looks at me like, who the hell are you talking about? Well, like, I've known him for since like 2014 yeah. or something. I How is he's, that? He's alternated on me multiple times, so I, I feel like I deserve the right to call him whatever I want now. As long <laughs> as he answers. But uh -huh. talk about that relationship because it's pretty, it's pretty unique that you guys do have such a, oh, a so, close relationship between a shop and, yeah, and a I, brewer. I met him right before he moved to Asheville, uh, I guess in 2014. And he was interested. He heard Tasty was opening up there, and he was interested in working there. Uh, I think by the time I moved up there and was opening the shop, he was the beer buyer at Thirsty Monk. I mean, I, I'm so glad he's been in Oakland Springs for for a while because he is the most notorious job hopper I've ever known in my life. What? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, wow, okay. I, don't, I don't think I have time to go through the number of breweries. Well, no man, Pony Ponysaurus, Pony Bond Brothers, uh, Oak Oak City Brewing. He worked at. He was he's worked at Woody's since I've known him. Beasley since I've known him. Oh, wow. Wicked Weed, Tasty Asheville. Um, but can we get this guy uh, on? He's a. It's Rusty. Oh, yeah, oh, that Rusty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, okay. No, it's well, Daniel. Oh, sorry, I listened to the uh, Johnny. I've listened to those episodes multiple times because I love him so much. Okay, okay. Um, I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, have we? T well, all the all the stops. I'm like, wait a minute, have yeah, we? They've got an anniversary coming up soon. Okay, as well. we should probably. Yeah, they got their five year anniversary. I think next week. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But okay. he's a he's a good buddy of mine outside of even the beer he's industry, and uh, yeah, Dan very sweet beer. fella. Yeah, and that makes it easy. And and when I don't like something, it's very nice. Like you know, like if you taste other local beer hey bro, what you, don't, you, you don't always want to give your honest opinion if you don't like it but with rusty i love that i can i can tell him exactly no, how i feel about know. it like he does want to know like why the hell isn't this pilsner clear <laughs> so have you um i don't know if he's still 
still chat up with uh, with Chris Allen. Not as much as I would like. Yeah, he's kind of busy right now with his real person job. Has there been any talk of bringing back a Bojangles? There's been whispers, some whispers of that. Because yeah. I mean, you still have you still have the shirt. You still we have we do. We got new ones. We got new ones coming. Yeah, I was gonna say those I'm, look like fresh, tasty Bojangles inspired T-shirts. Yeah. yeah. So, Please don't send me a cease and desist, Bojangles. Nah, they won't. Look, as somebody who's now in this game myself, and I came up with some T-shirt designs that are like playing off of defunct brands. Yeah, it's all good. I love intellectual property theft. Don't tell that to my wife. <laughs> okay, uh, that's her job. Um, it's borrowing. <laughs> yeah, of course, as you're inspired by. Yeah. You're inspired to steal. So I remember, I remember coming to the beer pairing dinner here, where the the gravy fountain uh-huh. was was a thing. And, and I, I kind of helped that get a little viral. It got on with Marty and McGee on ESPN. Hell yeah. If, if for people Thank who are you. listening, like, what the hell are you talking about? This was an amazing event where beer was paired with these kind of elevated takes on Bojangles. It was all Bojangles food just kind of hacked and, and elevated. So I, I guess I bring this up in the context of what makes these types of places unique that you're allowed to do things like this. You know, like a normal restaurant would never think to do something like this. If you've got motivated beer drinkers who are also from the area, they might want to have some fun with this. So, I mean, I guess that again speaks to the uniqueness of this area where you're, it's Southern, but at the same time, you got all these international known, you know, things coming through and you try to find that marriage between the two, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like Bojangles, you know, is almost like a, has like a meme level of love in North it Carolina. It does, and, yes. um, I know there's that, that, that wrestler out. with the Cajun filet biscuit, like suit jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, I would buy that off of his back. I have <laughs> Cajun filet socks, the wrapper socks. Uh-huh. I have those. I made a dude a set of Bojangles cornhole boards featuring the chicken biscuit. That's amazing. Nice. That's amazing. I feel like cookout's the other thing that's meme level here in the yeah, state. Yeah, and people want us to do a, a cookout dinner, and I. No, too many options. It, That's Bojangles. the point. It's There's infinite options. Yeah, but you can, get a, you can get a tray yeah. and, and do a flight and you're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not cheating on Bojangles. All right, that's, yeah. all right. Did you fair. see that Bojangles is considering, I mean, yeah, they're moving ideas. toward getting rid of all bone-in chicken. Yeah. That's the I new restaurant. On the new restaurant. That's yeah, a terrible yeah. idea. On the new restaurant. They got you with the clickbait uh, headline. Yeah, it was a clickbait headline. The new, I, I get it. I do like the Bowberry Shake idea, though. He, well, wants I guess, to take it, he wants to take it to the West, to the West Coast. Yeah. 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 The new CEO. So but it'll be interesting to see what they do. I like Tendis, too. two-piece white meat is like my... Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. How's that going? Where are you going to get a tailgate pack to take well, to the speaking game? Of, right. Speaking of shakes, you know... We got to get into Wayne's Pappy collection for the cookout shakes. Although I'm looking at that Mexican coffee cake, uh, Imperial Stout. I, I'm amused by the fact that you have no full price listing for the 10.5%. We're just going to keep an eye on you in between them. That's all. That makes sense. I'm just wondering if that would go well with a cookout shake. Make it a little bit of a float. Which one? Ooh. The Mexican, Mexican coffee, coffee cake. cake. Oh, that is. Mexican uh, coffee cake, yeah. You know what would go better with is some insulin with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's a lot of sugar. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of sugar. You can get some Vidari soft serve and you do can. it uh, when we're done here. That's it true, It is too. watermelon shake season right now. That's true, that too. That cookout. Oh. The we, have Vidari, a, we have a couple uh, of weeks left. The Vidari soft serve spot it's comes pretty through in the clutch. The, the kids have pretty much made it a routine where we go to... I haven't had theirs. It's I've, pretty good. I've had their just, well, like, liquid chocolate. The oh, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Gosh, it's incredible. Yeah, we'll go to Boxcar. Kids will play some video games. Kelly and Al have a beer, too. And then it's like, can we get ice cream? I'm like, yeah, it's all good. Go over there. Sucker. I mean, it's reasonably... Honestly, it's reasonably priced soft serve. Oh, no. I mean, so. it's... 
trust me. I've been I'm just talking about ice cream in general. The kids go ice cream, Look, and that's nothing, an excuse to get no, ice cream. Nothing will ever top the hustle that was the pay your weight yogurt places. Like sweet oh, yeah. frog and things oh, like that. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. was yeah. like the original bottle shop. The first time I ever did that, the little container was $13. Right. And I looked at it and went, uh, this put is some my, of this back. My first, <laughs> and, my first and my last trip here. I will never do that again. It was, it was a, the place at the end of... Um, across the street from the Mason Jar Lager Company, that yeah, was, it was uh, that was Orange Leaf, I believe. Whatever it was, oh, and yeah. now it's no, a little bar. Yeah, but I think yeah. it was Orange I, yeah, Leaf because it's yes. by Orange Theory, and there's, I always thought that was there was Menchie's, there was Sweet Frog, so there's that place, and then there was uh, there was something called TCBY OG. Yeah, that's mm. that's the original back in the day. There was another the place that was cups. off of um, it was off. It's now a Rocket Fizz, but it was is it uh, still. It's still Rocket Fizz. That Rocket hasn't fizzed night. out yet? No, Rocket Fizz is still, it's still bubbling. There's one in Cary as well, so. Okay, all right. Up. Regardless, yeah. so there was one there, and <laughs> I remember having that first experience. Of course, I was the idiot that put, I'm going to put a base of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, yeah. And a little little Oreo. That's, then that'll I'll be three fifty. Then I'll put the yogurt on. <laughs> then I'll top it with some more stuff. Yeah, that's and what yeah, I did. It was like thirteen, fourteen dollars. I'm like, yeah. never again. Eating like never a king. again. Anyway. All right, back back to to Tasty in downtown Raleigh. One thing that is new between the the, and we mentioned it between the time of the shutdown and the time you opened back up, or by the around the time you opened back up, was the social district, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of. Ringing of hands, a lot of concern um, from from some folks that opposed it, saying that you know having having concerns about like oh it's it's going to bring too much trash into the area. It's going to bring drunken who was it uh, uh, drunk uh, drunk town yeah drunk town drunk, drunk town's gonna gonna happen. We revisit that. How has it been now that it's been a year? What have you guys noticed anything? Of course it of course it got super popular at first, but is it still and as now popular? It's, yeah, and now it's or, been expanded. It has. The, the area been has been expanded, yeah. right? But what do you see with, with your folks in here? Do you have a bunch of people that come in and like, just give me a beer to go. I got stuff I, to do. I mean, as you mentioned, like uh, going to Green Sky Bluegrass. Like, sure. uh, the, yeah, I mean, this is a perfect area for somebody to yeah. grab and go. Red Hat, is, Red Hat shows down. is when it happens the most. If there's something that going on sense. downtown that people would want to walk to or, and you know, potentially have to go wait in line. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, it's a, it's, you know, who doesn't want to stand in line with a beer in their hand? I, I think um, the, 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 the way you crack the code is come to Tasty, grab a beer to go, stand outside of Red Hat, <laughs> just, and yeah. just drink your beer. That's the move. And then come back up to Tasty. Yeah, that's the move. Because, I like that. like... It all sounds the same. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, so Red Hat shows in particular, but we got folks that live up in, like, Boylan Heights that, you know, like, they go on their walks around the neighborhood and, you know, around downtown, and they come here first. They grab a beer and, right. you know, just go walk around, walk the dog. Uh, so these would be the opposite. I do of that in downtown care even where they don't have a social district. I yeah. just put it in my, in my Yeti and just uh, cruise around. Well, I was going to say, that. I've been, I've been yeah, exercising I mean, my uh, privilege on this one for a little while yeah, now. I mean. Definitely <laughs> pre-sip and stroll was doing lots of things on Fayetteville Street that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Well, it's not illegal li- until you get caught and <laughs> then you deal with it. So... Is it safe to say there has not been, it hasn't been like a disruptive, dysfunctional? Not at all. I mean, I think especially if you're talking, we've expanded since yeah. then. For us, I mean, we love it. Every, I feel like every beer that goes into a plastic cup is a beer we wouldn't have sold without sure. it pretty much. Uh, occasionally, like people will have a beer that they're drinking here and they're like, we got a dinner reservation. Let me get this in a cup to go. So that yeah. happens too. But like by and large, I feel like 
if it's going into a plastic cup, I wouldn't have had that sale otherwise. So I'm grateful for okay. it. Um, have you seen an up uh, an uptick in trash around your place or in the parking lot or any of that? Not from sip and stroll. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's been one of the big arguments uh, with with Carrie is that they just don't have. Um, there's not enough trash receptacles, and they're worried about trash. And yeah, just, it's, it's just, just the you park white over trash. there in Cary, right? That's the only trash you got to worry about. I know, right? There's plenty of that in downtown Cary. So. <laughs> That's just going in like the park there, right? Uh, is the right now the area, park? Right? So the yeah. park and Cotton House and the Mason are the only ones. So Cotton House and the Matons can Mason can sit their little carts out right at the property line and sell into the park. Good for which, them. Yeah, good for them. But yeah. you know, that's it's not really fair to all the other businesses for that sure. were there long before those and. We'll be there. Anyway, moving along. Yeah, no, I like uh, <laughs> I like drinking in public. Public is fun. But it didn't feel, I, I explained this to people, like when it first happened, like it, it was a nice convenience. It wasn't some kind of, oh man, I feel like I shouldn't be doing this. It, it's not it's like, like going like to New Orleans. It's like walking down the street carrying a cup of coffee. Like right. it just yeah. happens to be a beer. There was a big uptick of people doing it for novelty sake right at the beginning. Sure. But like, you know. Yeah, I, like all things. It's going to, people just get used to it. Then they're never going to think about it again. Um, yeah. And any issues that uh, they were worried about were probably issues that already existed. Yeah. In terms of people being, I mean, look, Glenwood's been around for a long time. They didn't have sip and stroll, and you still had uh, instances of people and drunken behavior. Yeah. I mean, I know a guy who got sure. into a fight, for heaven's sake, because that's what happens. Uh, when He's sitting right next to you. It happens inside. He's no, Wayne, it's, I was going to say, Wayne retired. <laughs> No Wayne, fights on Glenwood, man. Out on top. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne he, went out of town. They left his fights. My last fight was on uh, Broad, Broad Street and Verena. I tell you what, if you find yourself in a fight, uh, by all means, uh, contact Whitaker and Hamer, uh, who sponsors <laughs> no matter how you advice. Right, no matter how it turns out, you need you some need legal representation, and Whitaker and Hamer uh, can handle that. I'm sure they don't really want to like find you in that position they probably want to help you with like you know more mundane things but hey you need some legal counsel Whitaker and Hamer's got you they got locations across North Carolina they got all the G's covered uh, check them out at wh.lawyer and speaking of being downtown shout out to Oak City Sports Cards for sponsoring Now and Nine Vice uh, we actually had one of our listeners grade one of their Andre Svechnikov cards their upper deck signed he's like you guys weren't kidding. So glad we got it graded. Now I know how much this, this thing is worth. So if you got some cards, you're into it, you don't know what it's worth, take it on over to Oak City Sports Cards in downtown Raleigh. Anyway, so I am curious. You mentioned the food part of it and what um, you know what's expected out of bottle shops and and uh, and bars and everything else. Can you can you bring food in here? Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, just yeah. I just I want to make that clear to people that you know because we had talked about food and things like that. So if I grab something here in downtown, you just bring it over at one of these tables and hang out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We still prefer no fish tacos, just you know. <laughs> but other than that, uh, you're good to go. It's like uh, like microwaving at the office and everybody's mad at you. For uh-huh. a while. You don't want to do that. But we miss. I mean, we miss Jose and Sons tremendously. I mean, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that, that was, was that was pretty clutch for like being able to grab something small, even mm-hmm. if it's just like chips and, and guac and or amazing the colored tamales. Yeah, I mean, they had a little, uh, they had like so a tasty good. menu for us of just like light stuff that mm-hmm. we could like yeah. show to our customers and stuff like that. So, right. so yeah, we miss, we miss having them next door tremendously for that. Um, okay. But, but yeah, no, and we, we got some food stuff up our sleeve coming soon. Oh. We'll talk about it off the air, but. Another Bojangles dinner. Anyway, um, so. It's actually more. turning into a Bojangles buffet. Ooh. Shh, shh don't tell anybody. Sounds Those are real things. The gravy They're fountain and uh, loose uh, lips sink ships. That's right. Constantly going snitches. So go and grab all poach angles in. Yeah. Anyway, Make it a buffet. Uh, I just before we 
part ways. Again, you're what's going on for your anniversary? So, so yeah, we uh, brewed a beer with Oakland Springs. Uh, speaking of food, it has eight hot dog buns in it. Uh, wow! But, uh, <laughs> um, and it is it's called this how to <laughs> It's called How to Eat a Glizzy. No, it's a probably about four point eight percent glizzy straw. What actually? What pairs best with a glizzy straw? Um, there should be no no bun flavor in there. I think you know enough about the process that gotcha. uh, eight buns isn't going to do very much. But uh, we use Sites Farms uh, hops in it that he got from Halfway Crooks. We're really stoked cool. uh, to be using those. But got that anniversary beer coming out. We'll have some other fun stuff going on, and then uh, yeah, I mean, showing a lot of favoritism here. But shortly thereafter. I think last year we either called it Jorttoberfest or Jonathan Daniel Rusty Barker Toberfest. Um, but we're going to do the sports they, from Jorts in a minute. They do, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you come to either one of those events, Rusty or Jorts or Jeans. About the Jorts. I, so I do vaguely remember that. No, I was really uh, mad when we went it's to right, Oakland we're not Springs. on the radio anymore. Dope. Love that. It's so much better. <laughs> yeah. Curse oh. all you want. I, uh, Shit. Cam, B, and I all wore Jorts, and I walked False. in there. And Rusty had long jeans on. And I'm what? like, yeah. So, I don't think so Rusty, I didn't cut them before I left. I thought about it. Somebody give me some scissors. I kept coming after, yeah, I kept coming after him. But, uh, so yeah, we, we got a, he does four different like German inspired lagers for yes. Oktoberfest right. every year. Uh, and so we'll do a little, a little party with him as well, which uh, Intervals Fest beer will be coming out at the same time. So we'll have five uh, German themed beers for that. Maybe cook up some From sausages like we did last year. George Meister himself. Love yeah, it. Yeah, it was a good time uh, last year and so we're stoked to do that again. But that's really the only two on the agenda right now. Um, we're really, really stoked to party Obviously, with them. I'm a little partial about this place and our boy Rusty, but sounds great. So, some industry things that are going on. I noticed you had Anchor Steam on the shelf still. My dad loves Anchor Steam. His birthday's coming up, so I'm going to go ahead and take one of those, what is it, a six-pack in mm-hmm. cans? I actually did not realize Anchor Steam came in cans. Yeah, well, and I miss, I don't like the new pack, the new branding either. Like, yeah. I, fe- I feel like I, I want that, like, one last Anchor Steam, but I want it fresh, and I want it out of a bottle with the old label. That's if what, I can't yeah, have that, I'll pass. It's yeah, fine. I, I, R.I.P. Kind of, I was kind of in the same boat, but you know what? Beggars can't be choosers, so I, I grabbed that because my dad's birthday, and I, I thought he might enjoy that while we're tailgating at the Beef Mass for his birthday. Hell yeah. Um, which he doesn't know about, but he doesn't listen to this podcast, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, it's, I think it was Aaron Gore who had put this on Facebook that it, it got me to think because there's a lot of lashing out at the fact that Anchor Steam shut down, right? And he was pointing out like how many actual barrels they were producing there at the end. Mm-hmm. As in, nobody was drinking it. So a lot of folks were talking about like, how can this happen? Anchor's team is great. And he just, he, I thought it was a good question. When's the last time you had one? When's the last time you had one? Yeah. And that is a question that you we can all- be disappointed. You sure. can't be angry. No. Disappointed <laughs> that a brand like that, that you have fond memories about has come to an <laughs> you, end. You, you, hate could be dis- it, you hate to see it happen. Absolutely. But if you're like mad or some sort of indication of where the industry is headed, again, you have to ask yourself, well, when's the last time you had one? Right. Honestly, the last time- I can tell you the last time I had an anchor steam. It was the last time they made one of those big bottles, the Christmas. Um, oh yeah, it was like yeah, we sold a ton of those. I sold my last two well, uh, a few weeks steam, ago. That was just their Christmas sale, right? That was their Christmas sale, but that was the last time I had yeah, something from Anchor. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was 2019. I mean, 2018 or 2019. That sold far better than the steam beer in the past. Okay. I mean, oh, yeah. realistically, the entire time we've been open, that has been That's what that sold. has sold better than the than the actual steam beer. Yeah. But well, at the same time, this, year, I, right? you know, I brought it in because they're closing, and mm-hmm. you know, would have loved to have gotten it fresher. But I was like, Behringer has it. I'm going to bring it in. 
but I did bring it in like last, I think I, I looked it up like last October, I brought it in mm-hmm. and it was four months old then too. So it's Interesting. like, you know, you're not, well, I was like, going to say, I grabbed how, that six. why would you buy it if it's old every time you, you find it on the shelf? You, you told me, it's like, by the way, that's been sitting there since February. And well, I went, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's fine. My dad's not going to be able to tell the sure. It's going to be sitting at the bottom of a cooler, so I think it's going to be fine. But to your point, that stuff matters too. And it kind of illustrates the point about, you know, consumption. And, and yes, you're disappointed, but you weren't drinking it. And that's what ends up happening. There's a lot of things out there, especially in this industry, that you get disappointed in yeah. hearing. But you can only be angry. You can mm-hmm. only be spiteful if you feel like you were the only one carrying that brand, then you have a right yeah. to get upset. I mean, even even with like, you know, uh, Bells being New Belgium and owned by Kieran or whoever the hell it is, yeah. I, don't even, I can't even keep up anymore. But like, if Two Hearted went away tomorrow, I'd be bummed. But the last time I had one was at Players Retreat. The, the only time I've had one in the past like five years was probably at Players Retreat. Like oh, I haven't drank okay. a Two Hearted at home and I don't Maybe know I how long. Yeah, man, so, I've, had it, I've had it recently well, in the last two weeks. It, it's interesting. Uh, New Belgium and um, Fat Tire was like that for me, right? Yeah. And there's been a lot of gnashing of teeth over the rebranding of, of Fat right. Tire and what they're trying to go for. And I recently tried one and I was like, oh, it was... It was whatever. Yeah. But I, then I thought to myself, well, they probably found themselves in this position because I couldn't tell you the last time I had a fat tire just because. So these are things that continue to change over time and, and kind of change with the, with the, uh, with the consumer and, and what they want to buy. And that's fine. I mean, everything has to evolve, and I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. I, well, I just, go ahead, Wayne. I was going to say, a lot of that comes from, you know, those were brands that were powerful during their time, mm-hmm. but when you've got over 10,000 breweries in this country, 430 or so in the state, we can get great beer on every corner. Yeah. So why are we buying those national brands? And we're not. Well, it's interesting you bring closing. that up because we got a, we got a Hey Joe question this week about a beer advocate article on the death of the beer festivals, right? Hmm. We can speak to that. And I was going to say, I, I, I brought you guys up. I say, hey, you know, Adam and Wayne, they did Beer Arcana, and I think things have gotten smaller. I brought up Raleigh Rare as an example of what beer festivals Excuse have me, to that's deliver. NC Rare and Vintage, sorry, so you know. NC Rare, my bad. Raleigh but, Rare is the OG name. But my, my point still stands in that as, and look, Johnny, you bring this prime illustration about what's available. All the beers that are on tap right now you would like, wow, you were saying how they're actually available. It didn't yeah, used yeah. to be that way. 12 I mean, years ago, I mean, what are we talking about here in terms of availability and what people were chasing? People would line up for stuff. Yeah, right? well, we, we were laughing not that long ago because I think we had uh, IPA from the Vale on, we had Triple Crossing on, we oh, had geez, Bur- people we were had, making trips we had every Bourbon two weeks County on. Like, we'd have, we'd have, like, yeah. six years ago, we'd have a line oh, to the front imagine? counter for it, you yeah. know? And, and, uh, and you could have sold it for whatever you wanted to sell it for. Yeah. No, but crazy. the availability is greater now. Therefore, things like beer festivals have to shift in what they're necessarily selling. And if it's just, hey, here's a place to gather and drink a bunch of beer, well, I don't have to deal with the crowds. I can find that in my bottle shop if I wanted to, right? Yeah, I mean, while there's a lot of things that are a bummer about the craft beer industry these days, like, you know, there's a lot of things to be really stoked about, yeah. which is like, you know, I got two shelves. If, if you do like Lambic, I got two shelves full of a lot of great Drefontaine. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like limited stouts, you don't have to run out that week. Yeah. You know, like they'll, they'll be there in months from now. And just like, you know, while like national brands don't get the same attention anymore and maybe shouldn't, like, I don't know, Jackie O's wasn't here pre-COVID and I've got a bunch of dope Jackie O's barley wines and stouts Crazy. over there. Like, yep. that's cool. Um, I don't, there, there's benefits, there's pros and cons. Well, but. 
I mean, how long have we had Toppling Goliath here now? About a month. Yeah, about a month. And sure. that's their second drop, so fresh stuff. That's nice. Great. I'm interested to see what people are saying about it 90 days from now. Uh-huh. Because you know how... Not fickle, just how over it people get so quickly. Oh, oh it's available. Absolutely. I don't care. You're telling I mean, me. Westbrook was one of those when it when it when they started distributing into North Carolina, you know, not just in you know in uh, Mecklenburg County because they crossed over from South Carolina, but when they started distributing mass distribution, it was like it wasn't any fun anymore because you can have it anytime you want it. Right. But when you had to drive to South Carolina mm-hmm. or to the border there to get it, it was like I got you bring back a, you bring back like two or three cases for your friends. Well, oh. speaking, speaking of changes, I'm, you know, I in the bar and I see a tasty pill bottle up there. Those were ubiquitous at most bottle shops. Oh, yeah, you'd growlers. Fill them up and take them home, yeah. right? So, I mean, do you still fill those things up? Uh, I've filled, I, I have one customer who, who comes in from Nash, uh, Tennessee and he like stays here for a few weeks. He pretty mm-hmm. much always comes in and like something like halfway crooks bar, he'll come in and grab a growler of that. Okay. Like a little thirty two ounce, he brings yeah. his own. But by and large, like <laughs> no, people aren't doing it. And so we don't like to fill them. I mean like it's not you know, like, I'd no. I'd rather pour you a flight than fill your growler. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I mean it just it's all changed so yeah. much, but it's yeah. still fun at least. So there's that, you know, like we sell beer. Come on. Yeah, what are we talking about here? And now, well, and now I sell, I, I sell beer and I sell Delta 8 seltzer and all kinds of wacky stuff. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you know, uh, and non-alcoholic beer. You know, we, we get to sell a lot of stuff. Covered. We're having fun. You got it all covered. Well, thanks for letting us hang out. Dude, thank you. I so really appreciate glad, it. Glad that yeah. we actually able to do this. Um, yeah. And no Can't job. fire yourself, right? Uh, I guess I could. <laughs> I've been trying for years. Yeah. <laughs> Once you're married to the game, man, it's over. You're stuck with it, right? You actually can fire no, yourself. That was good. I wanted to you have can't. a good... I want. I was interested in a lot of the stuff we talked about just because these guys have seen... Yeah, they've seen it all. The whole thing. Seen it all. Absolutely seen it all. Speaking of growlers, uh, you can still get growlers filled and crowlers filled at Breeze Through, by the way. Uh, the football season's right around the corner. You got the Breeze Through right there on Edwards Mill Road right across from Carter Finley. Uh, Start thinking about that. You're thinking about your tailgate setup. Breeze Through's got you covered with everything you need. So hit them up. They got locations all across uh, North Carolina, all throughout the Triangle, including um, we're, we're getting into some real serious shows at Walnut Creek here in the near future. Drop on by that location on your way to make sure you got everything for your tailgate needs uh, and hydration for after the fact. People need to hydrate after their shows. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for 919 Vice. I'm ready. All right, what do we got coming up next week? I don't know. I'm not ready for that, damn it. Well, because I'm going to be well, in Charlotte next week. Kickoff. So we're we doing we're, something next Friday? We're in flux. I don't know we're yet. flux? You want to meet me out in Charlotte? You want to meet me in Greensboro? What do you want to do? We'll, we'll figure out what next week. I've got a Thursday morning like. appointment at my house to if get any. some work done. So okay. I'm not sure I can meet you. I can meet you Tuesday or Wednesday. No, no. I can't do that. I'll be busy. I'll be in the throes <laughs> of ACC stuff, man. I'm we'll sorry about that. Well, well, we'll have something for you next week. See you then. Good guys, harmless habits. Nailed Cheers. it!